I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. You're listening to Rewind, a listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. The 76ers roll past the Houston Rockets 134-96 to in the final game of seeding play inside the bubble in Orlando. The 76ers went 4-4 four and four in seeding play. They're the sixth seed in the East, and of course they have the Boston Celtics starting on Monday in the opener of the Eastern Conference quarterfinals. Sixers, kind of like at least as far as what the Rockets try to do, out-rocketed the Rockets. They knocked down 18 three-pointers, and they got off to a really great start start outscoring Houston by 13 39 to 26 in the first quarter the Sixers then outscored Houston by 11 in the second quarter and their offense was humming tonight especially with the regulars on the court I was pretty surprised I feel like probably a lot of other people were too with the extent to which some of the mainstays for the Sixers played, Joel Embiid logged 23 minutes. He finished with 14 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 6 rebounds for the big man. He was plus 9. That was a high mark among the starters. 18 points for Tobias Harris, 6 of 10 from the floor for him, 2 for 3 from outside the arc, 7 rebounds and 4 assists for Tobias Harris. Al Horford with 10 points, 3 rebounds, 4 dimes, 11 for Shake Milton behind 3, three-pointers. Alec Burks, a great finish for him inside the bubble in terms of seeding games. 16 points for him, 4 of 6 from the perimeter, 14 for Haul Nato, who just played terrific this past week. I thought Matisse Thibel had a really strong game, 7 points. He was 3 for 4 from the field. He had 4 steals and 2 block shots, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, and a handful of great cuts that led to dunks. He had a Great few moments on James Harden, one that resulted in a steal that then led to a Sixers basket, and then he forced another turnover on Harden in the second half. So I think the Sixers 
in terms of a launching point into the playoffs, this was a really good showing for them tonight. They shot 56% overall. They certainly used their size to their advantage, crushed the Rockets on the glass, 51-27, to and Houston just did not seem to have it tonight. James Harden finished with 27. He was 9 of 16 from the field. Jeff Green added 17 points. Eric Gordon knocked down three three-pointers to finish with 13. But, yeah, the Sixers, I think tonight was a perfect case in point. I feel like we saw it a lot during the regular season, especially when the team was at home. When they can shoot threes and when Joel Embiid is playing, those factors combined for a pretty auspicious result. 134-96, the 76ers over the Rockets. Here is head coach Brett Brown. We've all come back from uh, from the break here in Orlando, and all good teams need one, and he has provided that. And he's also, along that path, provided a secondary ball handler, you know, really a backup point guard, if you will. And so I think out of anybody – there or, or out of our team, there's nobody that stands out more than he does in the role that he has sort of embraced. Thanks, Coach. Let's go to Serena next. To follow up on Alec, Coach, what do you think has enabled him to have so much success in the bubble? Is it is it just the opportunity, you know, with the injuries? Has there been a different mentality, him getting to know the guys more? Just what do you think has contributed to that? I think it's I think it's a hybrid. I think it's a combination of all the things that you just said. There is there is a uh, comfortability. Um, there is a, a a role recognition slash opportunity, uh, and we, we we put him in a place right from the get go where he had the ball. The second he got off a plane and a bus and went into our very first. Uh, uh, day of practice, I had him with the ball. Like we had a chance to revisit a lot over the pandemic as a staff, myself. Like if you had to do it again, what would you do? That was one of the things we talked about is let's give him the ball. Like he's very creative with the ball. And I, I hope that that has had something to do with it, that we've empowered him. But in general, I give him credit where his mentality from the very beginning has been one of of remembering who he is, like read his resume. Like when you look at what does he do, he has a very unique NBA game in that he can create his own score, scoring opportunities. He can create his own shot. And he has been doing that. He has been making them. And uh, also like being the secondary sort of uh, point guard, a uh, uh, primary ball handler with that second group. He's been exceptional. Thank you. Keith, you're up next. Hey, how you doing, Brett? Brett, you know, all year, I guess the, not the motto, but everybody kept saying this team is built for the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs is, are, are here. Um, I know that Ben Simmons is, is down. And do you still feel that way? Like, do you still feel like this is a team, a roster that you have, that you guys could be successful, you know, and, and go deep in the playoffs? I do. I do, and I think I think that for a few reasons. I think that defensively we are starting to understand how to play with each other. We're starting to understand switch groups. We 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 clearly need a healthy Joel Embiid. No, nobody denies that. We can't dismiss that. You need a healthy 
Joel Embiid to make the run that we need to, to make. And I think that defensively there's a spirit, there's a connection amongst our group that makes me say that. I feel like offensively there is a path. Like it, it's, a, it's a different path than it used to be with Ben, but there is a path. And uh, I think that our scoring opportunities, I think that our, that our symmetry has been pretty clean and clear uh, since the loss of Ben. Um, and I, I think that both sides of the ball and the spirit, I believe that we are built for the playoffs. And uh, I look forward to playing Boston. They, they, uh, they're well coached. They're a great team. They've had an exceptional year. And we've been beaten up, and you know now is our moment. Now is our time to be recognized, and I think that the group has the ability to do that. As it sits, um, I'm happy with the way that you know we're playing the game. I think that there's a great sort of uh, unity within the group. 76ers head coach Brett Brown after tonight's landslide victory over the Houston Rockets by the final score of 134 to 96. 76ers fell behind by one midway through the first quarter. The Sixers called a timeout. They trailed 21-20, came back from the timeout, and then it was bang, bang, bang. Josh Richardson, a three, another triple from Furkan Korkmaz after the stop. The Sixers got another defensive stand, and that led to a Tobias Harris three-pointer. And just like that, the 76ers snapped off nine straight points on three consecutive three-pointers. They never looked back. They were great from outside the arc, as I mentioned. 18 triples in the game when you've got that and Joel Embiid in a good place. 76ers are a tough out, especially when they're playing defense, which they did as well tonight. Sixers dominate the Houston Rockets. They're 4-4 four and four to wrap up seeding play. And now, as Brett Brown said, the moment is here. The Boston Celtics await on Monday. 76ers, a convincing victory over the Houston Rockets, 134-96. Joel Embiid played 23 minutes almost, finished with 14 points, 6 rebounds for the big man on 6 of 12 shooting, 18 for Tobias Harris, Alec Burks with 16 off the bench, Furkan Korkmaz with a dozen, Howell Nato with 14, and some good contributions on both ends of the floor by Matisse Thibel. Tom McGinnis called this one tonight. Tom, an all-around, well-rounded, convincing effort by the 76ers to put a punctuation on seating play with the playoffs looming. No doubt. And convincingly, you know, winning over Houston in a shocker. Who knew that it would at one point be a 40-point lead and the Sixers out shooting the Rockets from deep and got contributions from multiple players and just put this one out of reach. So, you know, like you say, a confidence builder, good to get back into the win column. You go 4-4. Four and four, during the seeding games, and now everything attention-wise shifts to Monday evening's game with Boston to tip off that playoff series with the Celtics. What are some of the things, Tom, you're looking forward to seeing carry over from the seeding phase into the postseason? Well, like, you know, we've talked about X factors and variables, and again, like I just, this is simple, and, you know, in this world of analytics, this probably is a small little nugget, but just to me, I think the Sixers have got to make 12 or 13 threes in a game to be able to, A, match Boston, and then secondly, that'll give them the best chance. And as Brett Brown says, you know, you got an explosive score off the bench now in Burks. Furkan had it going tonight. You know, you get some good play from Howell Neto and, and Matisse Thibel. I mean, you're going to have Marcus Smart's coming off their bench, and as we've stated before, he's the, you know, the heart and soul of that ball club. And, uh, you know, but I think Brett Brown said it pretty succinctly and uh, obviously very apt, and that is 
you need a healthy and effective and dominant Joel Embiid. That, that's how the Sixers took three out of four during the regular season with Boston. You know, the matchups in other areas, you could go this way or that way, but uh, it's certainly even, you know, like in terms of Tatum versus Tobias or however you want to shake it out. But the spot where the Sixers clearly have an advantage is their all-star center in Embiid against Tice and against Cantor. And, and Joel, you know, has been a little banged up with the ankle and the hand. He, he was clenching that hand a couple of times in this game, that right wrist after taking that shot from Gasol early in that game with Toronto. And he needs to be more efficient. He was pretty good in the first few games in terms of moving that ball out of traps. But he's got to get a little bit better. He, he had some air-prone uh, passes in this game and five turnovers, as we mentioned in the previous game. And Boston's going to come, and they come in multiple forms, and they change it up in terms of doubling from the top, doubling off the dribble, doubling on the catch, coming from uh, block to block. And and they're going to come with a steady diet and, like I said, a, a varied recipe, if you will, to attack that. And he's got to find those shooters. And, again, just move it out of the post. You don't have to make the cross-court pass. Move it out to the perimeter and then get that swing-swing to the opposite side and make them pay because that's the whole idea of NBA basketball is try to get the odd man situation and make the opposite. If you've got a player good enough that they have to put two players on them, then you've got to make them pay. And that right there is really, in essence, part of what this thing is going to boil down to in this series. 76ers surge past the Rockets, 134-96 postseason on the horizon. And especially, Tom, without Ben Simmons, you alluded to Tobias Harris over the course of that explanation right there and the question about Embiid and talking about him. I really think Tobias is going to be in the spotlight on both ends of the court. 76ers obviously think very highly of him. He played mostly very well in the bubble during the seeding phase. But this could be a really big moment, I think, for Tobias. Well, and... As well it should be. You know, he's a max player. He's been so consistent, 20 points per game, played in almost every single game. And unless I'm mistaken, I think he started out on Harden tonight. I don't think those were off switches. And I think that's important, too, because, you know, when you have, like, three or four perimeter slashers like Tatum, like Brown, like Hayward, and then you're going to have – you know, Kemba Walker wheeling and dealing off the bounce out top. You need Tobias to be able to guard certainly one of Brown, Hayward, or or Tatum. And, you know, I don't expect them to lock up Tatum for 48 minutes, six or seven games. But he's going to have to be able to stay in front and keep the man in front of him to help the Sixers defensively, like you say, in the absence of Ben, who you could no doubt pencil in to guard one of those, including Walker. But, uh, yeah, no, this is, a, this is a big series for Tobias Harris, no question about it. All righty, Tom, we will talk on Monday prior to game one of the opening round matchup between the 76ers and the Celtics. All right, good night, Celts. Have a great weekend. Wrapping up seating play inside the bubble ahead of the playoff Sixers. It was competitive a little bit through the first six minutes or so, but then they were able to find a spark from outside the arc after falling behind by one. Sixers called a timeout, and then they got going. Burks, Harris, Corkmoss, Richardson, and Horford for Brett Brown. Burks in the lane. They block it, and now he splits a trap to get it back out to Tobias. He's open for three in the Sixers with three straight triples out of the timeout. Started with Richardson, then Furkan Korkmaz hit one, followed up by that tray from Tobias Harris. Gave the Sixers a 29-21 lead. They were up 39-26 on Houston. 
after the first quarter of play. They had two big runs in that first quarter, and they really were able to seize control from the outset of tonight's game. In the second quarter, the Sixers built up a 21-point margin midway through the frame, taking advantage of a three-and-a-half-minute Houston Rockets scoring drought. It's 45-31, Sixers with 8.08 to go. Neto with a drive, an acrobatic attack, and it's good. Howl, Neto scores the ball. Neto now two for three. 76ers were in front 47-31, and about eight minutes later, the Sixers' gap had grown that much more. Looking for 71 or more here as they get it to the corner. Richardson, Embiid is fronted by Green. Horford, though, with a great entry feed and a layup by Embiid. Man, Al Horford, that high-low, that pass from out front, that is really well done by him. And for all the talk about Embiid and Horford playing alongside each other throughout the season before the suspension, (laughs) they look pretty darn good together ever since Ben Simmons' injury. A great example of that right there. 71-47, 76ers at that point, and that was the score at intermission. Fourth time this season the Sixers hit 70 by the break, their third highest scoring total in a first half this season. Third quarter, the Rockets came at the 76ers with a three-point barrage midway through the frame. Joel Embiid left the game with about six minutes to go. That was the last bit of action for him. But some of the backups were able to make sure the 76ers stayed comfortably in front. Harris with a rebound for the Sixers. Battle of the boards. Decide an edge on a glass. 31-14 Sixers. Harris spins, finds Thibel, and that duo, another setup for Matisse with a two-hand slam. Sixers 88, the Rockets 73. Alec Burks has been awesome in Orlando, and he was again tonight. Burks plays into Kylo Quinn. He's guarded by Clemens. He got to try to take him down low. Instead, he goes to Mike. Scott has it knocked away. Sixers still Duke in it back. Five to shoot. Burks one-on-one in the corner. Fires for three, and it's good. Alex Burks, he's hot. Sixers' advantage was 99-75. to Their lead was 103-77 after three, and they got a bucket from Matisse to open the fourth. 103-77, the Sixers actually up their lead in the third. Here's Matisse for three, and Thibel knocks it out, his first three in the game. He's got three field goals total. Three is where the theme, 76ers all over Houston, 134-96. Sixers shot 56.5% from the field. Houston held to just under 44%. Sixers controlled things from outside the arc, 18 for 38 with the 76ers from three-point territory. That's good for around 47.5%. Houston was held to 25% shooting from three, 12 for 48. The Sixers destroyed Houston on the glass, 51-27. to The 76ers allowed just one offense of rebound uh, to the Houston Rockets the entire game. That is really, really good. 31 assists for the Sixers on 49 baskets. Tobias Harris led a balanced scoring sheet for the Sixers. He had 18 points on 6 of 10, shooting 2 for 3 outside the arc, 4 for 4 from the line with 7 rebounds, 14 for Joel Embiid in 23 minutes, 6 of 12 from the field, 2 for 3 from the stripe, 6 rebounds for Joe, 16 points for Alec Burks off the bench, 4 for 6 for him from the perimeter, 14 for Haul Nato in the game. He got to the line, drove to the basket, uh, another nifty performance. He had 5 assists and no turnovers. Mike Scott with 10.7 rebounds, 3 assists. Furkan Korkmaz with a dozen. Matisse Thibel, uh, he finished 3 for 4 for 7 points. He also had 4 steals and 2 blocked shots. He was great. I mean, just all around the board, it was good stuff for the Sixers. Al Horford, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. Shake Miller.
Milton, 11 points and two rebounds, plus one assist, five points for Josh Richardson uh, tonight for the Sixers. 27 and 10, that's talking about points and assists for James Harden. Other than that, you know, 17 for Jeff Green. Houston just did not have enough uh, to surround James Harden tonight, and they also just did not shoot the ball well enough to keep up with the red-hot 76ers. So the Sixers open up their first-round series against the Boston Celtics, 6 versus 3 6.30 on Monday night from Orlando, Florida. Cannot wait. We are finally here. This has always been the phase of the season with the 76ers. It would be their judgment day. They said it's all about the postseason. They're built for the playoffs. Now we get to find out exactly what they are. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.